Good afternoon. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Atusa Raisian with my co-host, Hollis, and uh, we are here. I'm trying to revive uh, the podcast I started a while ago, um, right around COVID time, which I called it Goodbye Bullshit, Hello Happiness. And what these uh, podcasts, these shows were supposed to be about is for us to get rid of the rules around us, the shoulds, I have to, I need to, I must, and live a more heart-centered life. So um, I'm so excited and happy to be working with Hollis. I uh, magically happened to meet her uh, she magically came on one of my Facebook posts. It wasn't even an ad, so I don't know how she showed up on there. And she asked a very simple but complicated question of what does creativity mean to you? And um, that just drew me to that. I'm like, let me go find out who is this person. And um, I was lucky enough to find her and uh, be part of her uh, multi-author book that's actually going to be coming out soon here. We're excited. It's what, uh, I think Friday, right? Uh, Friday, Friday, September 17th. Friday, September 17th. Um, so I'm gonna be quiet now and I'm gonna let her talk and we're just gonna casually do this and this is supposed to be we're going to try to do it every Tuesday around the same time and um, it's going to be live on Facebook LinkedIn and YouTube and um, we'll later post it on Instagram as well um, I'm happy if you guys are gonna join us live uh, pop in say hi write a comment um, and with that, I'm going to hand it over to my co-host for her to tell you all about what she does. So thank you, Atusa. This is so, I am so happy that I met you, truly, um, heart-centered, so happy that I met you. This is such a, just such a beautiful person. Um, so yeah, so I am, who am I? So when you go with titles kind of thing, been an art teacher for um, for profession um, for almost 30 years, which is crazy, uh, but teaching in lots of different um, settings, traditional, non-traditional, non-traditional meaning from homeless shelters to artists and residencies, having my own businesses to more traditional being private public schools uh, system. Um, and left the school system three years ago. I was like, I got to work with adults and this whole adulting thing and this whole how we get ourselves, uh, we get ourselves so stuck in our routines and our roles and well, I have to pay the mortgage and I have to pay the rent and I have to do this and I have to do that. So I have no time for joy, <laughs> no time for happiness because that's like a side thing. It's not actually incorporated into life. So I do it in many different ways. Um, but one of the uh, ways which I'm so grateful that we met was through the publishing house and the multi-author book and people getting a chance to share their story. Um, so I guess, you know, maybe it's just kind of coming to me, this whole topic of happiness. Like, what is happiness really? It's a, I, I love that. I love that. Um, and I think everybody defines it differently. Um, I know a lot of people have asked me, like, well, you do this work. Does that mean that you found happiness and you're happy all the time? Um, 
I am happy all the time, but doesn't mean life around me is perfect or I'm not, they're not things that come and go out of my life. Is that my view of everything has changed and I take everything with a different perspective and the joy and the peace is always inside. Even in whatever is happening in front of me, because I have that knowledge that everything is happening for a purpose, everything has a reason. That's why I bring that happiness from the inside into whatever is going on in my life. So life still goes on, life still has its ups and downs and we just do our best to go through with it. And like I said, get, getting rid of all those rules and regulations like you mentioned, you know, all these titles we have, all these responsibilities that we think we have to be a certain way for our role as a mom, our role as a, a wife or a friend or a teacher. Um, and we get stuck in there and it's hard to get unstuck and live a heart-centered life. So yeah. I think it's so important what you said though about that whole internal, like you found that whole thing of, well, most people would say, well, it's not possible to be happy all the time. Like life happens. There are mm -hmm. bad things. There are like, okay things. They're like, how can you actually stay in that state of happiness? And I just, I like how you worded that, that it's on the, that it's internal and what I've been learning as I've in this whole aging process and want people to learn at a younger age is that it really is all within. And that kind of, um, it, it alters if you react or respond, how you react or how you respond. It, uh, that reminds me, I, um, there's a, I love little stories of magic. I uh, try to share with my clients and people to just see how things are flowing and you don't need to stress about everything. Um, I believe it was during, it was during COVID. COVID is all a blur, I forget the year. But anyway, sometimes last year, I think we were still during COVID. So we had a storm here um, and a quarter of my roof blew off, the shingles blew off. So I it literally was no, nothing there. Uh, I mean, like there was under the shingles, that material was there, shingles were all gone. So um, obviously right away, I called different roofing companies, they came and one of them, I, and I always pick and choose like what feels good to me. In this moment, from these people with these choices, what feels good to me? And um, the company I picked at that time felt good, felt right. So, and they said they were gonna work with my insurance company and also with the insurance company, all the things were saying that it didn't make sense to me, but they were saying, no, these are our rules. Okay, fine. And then the, this company said, I'm willing to work with them. We always work with insurance companies. Um, because the insurance said they were going to only pay for the, to fix that portion of it and not the whole roof. I'm like, well, the whole roof, the shingles coming off everywhere. It's an old roof. We need to do everything. And they were like, no, no, we're not going to do it. We're only paying for this portion. And these guys said, we'll always get the money from them. We'll work with them. I said, fine. So a month goes by. Now I have a tarp over that area. I've put a big tarp. 
and you know rain and everything is coming after a month going back and forth and they kept telling me oh yes we're working with these guys working with these guys finally after a month i called my insurance company and said okay what's the hold up they keep telling me they're working with the, the insurance company's like i have no idea we told them they won that this is all we're willing to pay for so after a month i go back to them i said listen guys really like you good personality but you were not honest with me so i'm getting rid of you guys then the next company i was going through other companies and another part a little tree i had in the back that fell and I, the tree guy that i knew for 20 years he came over and we were talking he's like what happened and i explained he's like oh my son um works with his friend in ohio uh, they do roofing but the friend has just moved into the area i recommend him you know and he really needs the job i said great send them over and it just clicked he was great he the price was right and all those issues even with my uh insurance company it all went away magically so and during this whole process i'm telling you we were going into winter literally i just had a tarp on there and i didn't stress i kept saying it's happening for a reason i don't know what this is but i know this is happening for the reason and it was delayed for the job to go to this particular person he came because he had just moved in with his family with his two kids and he could really use the job and what we did is after that he got uh, two more other people from my neighbors and friends that yeah. signed up and that was the whole purpose of that now had i like stressed and was upset and and to be honest during that whole time with the snow and rain no leaks at all just with a tarp over my roof I was like, for sure, I'm going to have these. Nothing. Oh but it's the mindset. It's so much of the, because if you come at something, because there, there are real reasons to get upset about things. You know, if you, so if you come at it with the energy that's like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Da, 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 that nervousness, then like you're saying, it, it, it blocks other areas and it wouldn't allow for the flow of you having the conversation um, with the, the person, with the tree person who then recommended this person. It's like, we don't always know the how. Mm -hmm. uh, it often presents, um, you're making also, when you told that story, it made me think of somebody that I know who is in New Orleans and with what happened there with everything, they had extensive damage and all of this and um it's just interesting because she'll post when she can when she's in can get wi-fi and she's saying that she's taking care of herself she's still exercising while dealing with everything she has to do and she's like people kind of look at her like she's crazy almost like why are you exercising why are you don't you realize that you have to take care of all this and she's thinking this is why i have to do this <laughs> because it's what keeps me it's my it's my routine it's my mindset it's my it's what i do to nurture myself in order to stay in this space of of um of calm mm -hmm. and flow is very important you said the right word the magic word 
flow, going with the flow of things and not resisting it, not fighting it. That flow, it's so important because it really allows the energy of everything to come and go and move freely. And that way you get to really see and feel, okay, this is right for me and what's not and allowing it to come flow in and out of your life. So I, I love that. Yeah, that, that was the magic word flow. Well, you think of that image of, you know, what Abraham Hicks talks about upstream and upstream and downstream. Mm -hmm. So here you are going against something, going upstream, and it's just like, you can feel it. It's like trudging. It's a battle. You're getting pushed back. You're, you're like, it's a very um, physical feeling of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're going with the stream, it's just, it's easy. <laughs> you don't have to fight anything. Um, so yeah, it's maintaining or trying to be in that downstream more instead yeah. of fighting so much. Yeah, yeah. I um, there, There's a lot of magical stories, I think, out there. And hopefully through uh, this show, we'll get to bring more of those people around to talk about how they let the flow into their life because um, everything, we sometimes can't see the big picture and that's why we get stuck in certain areas and we grab hold and we try to um sort of force things into a certain way and that grabbing and holding on and forcing um makes things much harder and makes it even harder for you uh to even get a glimpse of big picture um and the flow actually um i was one of my clients recently i was talking to her about it too is that when you are only willing to also you've narrowed your focus into what's right in front of you and how things should be it narrows the way you receive things as well because it's like you've narrowed your channel narrowed how things can flow to you only in this specific way but when you're opening yourself up to allow that flow and allowing it to flow in any way and taking out the rules that you've set, those rules that it has to come this way, it needs to come this way, it should come this way, then you're blocking your own flow of things and you're not able to see it. One of the funny things people always say, you know, like, well, I don't get any messages. I'm like, well, where are you looking for messages? And they say, well, you know, messages aren't really supposed to come like in this way, uh, you know, so they have a particular set. I said, well, if you're looking only in that window and missing the door and the window over there, obviously it's going to be much more difficult to give you the message. You got to open it up to, hey, any way, any shape, any form it comes to me, I'm willing to receive it. And that's true about everything. That's true about money, abundance, um, things you want in your life, opening up to more channels. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, it's true. It's that um, when you said words like rules and should and and that, that narrowness, 
I'm thinking, yes, 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 because we do, we get, and it's very logical because it's kind of like, okay, well, if this is supposed to happen, then this happens next and this happens next. Um, and in certain ways, it's, it's kind of like, I don't know, I don't know if this is going to make sense, but it's kind of like we have to create, there's a sense of order. We like structure. A lot mm -hmm. of people like structure. So it makes sense because it gives a sense of comfort. But there's also that balance of, of being open to saying, okay, well, there's the structure. I know that this is, I'm creating this space while creating this space. I'm more open than thinking that this is the only way that it can be. This is the how it kind of goes back to that, um, knowing the how, because we don't often know it's, it comes in those least expected places, um, for things exactly. to happen. I didn't know that I was gonna start a publishing house and I had no idea, but it, it was like a natural progression from everything that I was doing, um, from the experiential kits to the teaching, to the podcast, to the, it's, to this, it's just like a natural flow for people to speak their stories but in this case, it's writing their story. So the podcast is like the the verbal, mm -hmm. and this is it's just another way. And I didn't know, but it feels completely natural. Yeah. Even even though I don't know, even though there's things I'm learning all the time, it's one could perceive it as, oh my god, this is such a challenge. Like I suck, or or any of these things. But that's when you kind of ask for help. That's when you go to the people, you have a support system um, in place. And that's when you pull, I believe that everything does kind of build on itself. Um, so taking from all the experiences of all the people that I've worked with over the years in all these different teaching scenarios and learning about di people's different personalities and how to communicate with people and all this, these are all skills learned along the way in order to get to this next step. And yeah, I don't know if that made sense, but. It did, it did. And actually again, it keeps taking me back to what you said earlier, the flow. When you're in that flow and even as you're learning, everything else that you need, it's going, it's coming in that stream for you. Um, you know, earlier I was letting you know, I've been trying to do these, live shows these conversation these uh, around the table talks that hopefully we'll get to bring more people here and talk to i've been trying to do it for maybe over a year i've been talking about it it just wasn't coming together and in the past what few weeks you know i met you we did the book we had some lives and like hey you want to do this together it's like yeah let's do this together and okay let me go online and you know and it was just like this it came so easily so it just it need the timing of it that's the other thing that i think a lot of times people miss is that when the time is right that flow will bring everything to you so just allowing that to happen and you keep doing what feels good to you and moving in that flow and not resisting it will bring it all together. Um, I always, I think you've heard the story I've said about my art, you know, 
When I started my artwork, I just started because it was making me feel good. I had no clue where it was going to take me to. And as I was doing more of the work, it went into digital. And even in my digital art, I was imagining these things. It's like, you know, I wish I could do this with it. I wish I could do that with it. And suddenly there like some of the apps that I found that was like a year or two years after I had started my work. Some recently, you know, the apps have been developed even. Even when I started, they weren't there. So that flow and timing, and when it works, everything comes together and it just flows easy, naturally, rather than me having to like, oh, it needs to happen this way. It has to happen now. But that flow brings everything together. And I think too, when you were kind of explaining that, I was kind of hearing the word expectation because mm. you said you were kind of just doing it because it was making you feel better. You weren't doing it because somebody asked you to do it. You weren't asking, you weren't doing it because there was a timeline that you were creating it for a client and they were like, well, I want it to look like this and you need it. I need it in two weeks or whatever. You were doing it because it make you, it made you feel good. So because there wasn't an expectation it was more it was more fluid true true no expectation of timing no expectation of how it's going to be just with the feeling that it's good but even um i found out even in the healing practice that i have uh every time i try to put sort of business expectations on there that it has to follow a certain business rule I, it got stuck. It really, the flow wasn't there. It just would get stuck. And as soon as I would say, okay, you know what? I'm going back to what feels good in here. I'm not following the business rules. I'm not doing it because somebody told me I'm just going to go with what feels good. Then things would flow again. Then I would get to a certain point. I'm like, well, maybe I should turn it into the business again. Let me do all the, it would get stuck again. And it, it just wouldn't work. It can't, And after like several attempts of me just getting stuck, I said, okay, I got my lesson. I know now this only has to come from me and what feels good to me. And I, I, I don't, I just, whatever, if it feels good, like the book, you know, I, I was telling you when we started, there were other opportunities. None of it felt good. It's just like, no, it doesn't feel right. And I talked to you for like first five minutes. I'm like, okay, where do I sign up? This feels good. <laughs> this feels good. Let's do it. So, and I think people also get stuck in the fact that what feels good to me doesn't necessarily mean it has to feel good to the next person. So you got to, whatever feels good to you, that was the important thing, you, is the key here. Not your neighbor, not, you know, the person across the street, not person Y that has the same business or the same work. It has to be good for you. So what I'm kind of, what I'd like to kind of touch on with that, though, is because people, I'm thinking that people will be like, well, that's narcissistic. Me, me, me. So having people understand that when you're starting from what feels good to me, 
it's coming from a place of expansion because you know what you want, you know what your why is, you know what your purpose is. So it's coming from that heart-centered space, being more focused instead of being so erratic. Because when we're thinking about people all of the time and what Joe Schmo is going to think, and well, maybe Sally Sue will like this and maybe I should do it for this person, then you're just all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I guess for me, and I'd love to hear what you think is that when you're coming from that place of how does it feel to me, like you're saying, it's coming from a place that's a lot more centered. So then you can reach the people that are ready to receive what you're offering because it's not going to be for everybody and it doesn't have to be for everybody. It is true. Um, you Actually, I love what you said that what people imagine is like, you know, well, you're being selfish, you're being narcissist if you're just thinking about yourself. It's not that I'm thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. I make my choices, I make my movements, I make my decisions based on my heart and what feels good in my heart. So it's the decisions that come from the mind, that's when they become selfish and they become sort of, we, we get into that narcissistic realm. But when I'm trying to move and flow from the heart that's different. Also, that heart center means that I'm coming from a place of love. Yeah. And when I'm going from a place of self-love and just love in general, then whatever movement I make, it is from that heart place. It is from that love place. And that love gets actually sent out to the people that come and interact with me as well. Because if I'm moving from my heart, I'm not fighting with you. I want the same for you. I, that love that I'm moving with says, hey, I love what I'm doing. I want you to love from what you're doing as well. Let's all move from this place. So that's the difference, um, that it's not self-centered, it's not selfish, it's not narcissistic, because you're actually going from your center, your heart, which is a place of love. There we go. We solved the world's issues. There you go. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think this is a good time to stop our first one. Um, I am so, so looking forward to these conversations and see where it's going to take us. Um, if you joined us live or if you're going to watch this later on, we plan to do these every Tuesday um, starting at 12 Eastern time for about 30 minutes. We're going to try to keep it to 30 minutes and uh, just come on, ask questions, let us know what you think, your opinions, and um, we're gonna try to have some interesting guests as well to share their stories with us. Hollis, yeah. anything you wanna add before we say goodbye? I'm just so excited. It's these soul conversations. So it's just these conversations. We wanna hear from you. We wanna hear your thoughts. We wanna, there's no right or wrong. This is a space, it's a safe space mm -hmm. to, 
bring up these topics. So tell us what you want to talk about. Tell us what you want to expand on. And we would love to have these conversations because they seem so simple, but they're so deep. So yeah, I'm excited. Beautifully said. Thank you all. And um, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.